0: 2023 was a great year for the podcast. We had some really great episodes, uh, really funny ones too, and we are very excited to go into the next year with a little bit of a soft reboot and some new things that we want to bring to you for the show. Now this season, there was a couple standout episodes, uh, ones that we liked, ones that the fans liked, and it was a couple of clips that I wanted to play, uh, sort of a best of 2023 to kind of wrap up the year. We also have our 2023 top 10 coming out as well. So this is a little something to hold you over. So we hope you've enjoyed this year as much as we did. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Have a very happy and very safe new year. This is a clip from an episode that is one of my personal favorites. The four-leaf clover, that's like the thing that repels him. But he shoots it down his throat with a slingshot
1: with Basically. the best line in the movie, fuck you lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you
2: lucky charms. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> and he um and he winds up kind of like melting from inside or whatever. Um yeah, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool effect. That's you know obviously one of the the better ones in the movie. Um if not the best one. And yeah, I think it's the best. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I like that one a lot.
2: <laughs> Followed very shortly thereafter by pouring gasoline in a well. Causes not only an explosion, but a delayed explosion, like a fuse. It <laughs> drops the matches down, and they're like, <laughs> "They managed to get away." How far
0: down? No, it explodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They had a they had a way for the fire to reach. I'm, I got nothing here. But <laughs> <You're> not. then <laughs> gasoline doesn't explode like that. It does it's not, not. Dynamite. No. Right. <laughs> well, what if the, it was the leprechaun exploding? Eh? Yeah,
2: not right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was taking my dog for a walk today, and he peed. He peed on a uh, a patch of clovers, and I was like, hmm.
0: "Which is weird," because last week your dog peed on a, a pile of bones, and Freddy Krueger came back, and that's been <laughs>
1: <laughs> just fire.
0: <laughs> Pivot.
1: <laughs> Tune in next week for Elm Street Four. <laughs> Not really,
0: fucking no. We should do that one. I would do we'll all of them. To... I would do all of them at that yeah. point. I I would love to talk about the second one. I think there's a lot to say about that movie.
1: I feel like there's. I feel <laughs> like everything that there is to say about Elm Street 2 has been said.
0: In gay porn,
1: yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, yeah, pretty much. That's the first one I ever saw. That was at Matt's house when we had uh, like sleepovers on the weekend with like um yeah, in the basement or yeah in, in the that? in the basement yeah you, uh, yeah. It was, like, on was like some channel, and I was just like, holy oh shit. I think I mentioned that, too, in one of my, uh when I was talking about, like, nostalgic memories from, like, the, you know, in January, earlier in the year.
1: That explains a lot about you
2: guys' relationship. <laughs> it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what, that there was carbon monoxide in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> that I enjoyed that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit.
1: Every, every time, time We're going to be in the basement watching Elm Street 2. Nobody bother us.
2: Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the kid in this, every time he was just playing the same kid he played in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead.
0: Oh, is that what <laughs> you that's actually, who he was? I couldn't yeah. think of it either. I'm like, where the hell is this kid from? I was too lazy to look it up, but all right. Yeah. That's
1: no, I, I didn't look anything up. <laughs> I no, I didn't look it
0: up. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm yeah. Just... No, no. Yeah, yeah, but I was just watching the whole time. I'm like, he's the same kid. <laughs> like, not just like a- like actor, but it's like, it's just the same character. You probably went from set to set. They were like, just be you.
0: <laughs> yeah, just
1: like they told Jennifer Aniston.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah. And that kid
1: was real lucky that year. He got Christina Applegate and Jennifer Aniston in the same year.
0: Cool. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are the two big uh, women at that time.
1: Good for him. Good for that. Kid. I mean, he didn't fuck her. Where he is now? <laughs> you say that?
0: <laughs> where is he now? I don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea. Well, fucking, she hasn't even aged. She's like speaking a horror movie. She's like a fucking vampire. Jennifer. Oh, yeah, I mean, she, what, she's in her fifties now. I guess she's like close to sixty, I believe.
1: Oh yeah, I guess she would be. Yeah, I think might be like fifty. She's, she's fifty-four. Yeah, she's fifty-four. Oh, she's fifty-four. Okay. okay, I thought
0: she was a little bit older.
1: Yeah. Speaking of gotta say it happy scream eve guys
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes at the time of the recording for this podcast we are on the eve of scream six and uh we're gonna you know we had already talked about it we're coming to you from the future
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's the Screens. magic of audio recording. The magic of radio. Can we do an entire episode where we just talk like 1920s uh radio <laughs> announcers?
0: Yeah, we we could do Nosferatu and we could talk like that. It's
1: like, <laughs> oh my god, can we all oh, like, like we're seeing it in
0: the times? People would fucking hate us if we did that. Like my <laughs> I mean, family
2: it was like a half an hour episode <laughs> of just like and you wouldn't believe the scene where he came up he came around the corner he came up real fast he was coming up on him
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you fucking announcing horses
1: welcome to an entire episode of fast fucking high pants <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: that's a way to lose viewers oh well, these are great ideas let's get them out now when not this we don't do them <laughs> <laughs>
2: Then we. This is how the happy birthday thing started. So. That, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a good episode. I like that one. <laughs> no, I,
2: thought, I I'm glad that I, I want to continue it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm
0: upset that you couldn't join, Justin. I'm glad you're feeling better now, and obviously, we'll I, I'm.
1: For. I'm really looking forward to doing our deep dive on it. I was honestly really upset that I that I missed it because.
2: I, I really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um.
1: But I, I thought the uh, I thought the episode that you guys did was
2: fantastic. Yeah, it's good for a quick bite, because there's so much still to talk about. Like Because yes. even after we finished recording, we started talking a little bit, and I was like, yeah, let's just save it for the episode. Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Because we like, all the that. time, we're like, we'll start talking about things like after or like before the episode. And we're like, no, shut up, shut up, save it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that is The Leprechaun. Um, For those of you who have not seen The Leprechaun, uh, you should definitely check it out. It's a good time of year to watch it, obviously, because, you know, St. Patrick's Day is around the corner. Uh, Well, that's stupid to say, because St. Patrick's Day already passed by the time this comes out, but either way, you can still enjoy it. And uh, for March, you know, for for St. Patrick's Month and Slash Women's History Month. Here's a clip from another one of our better episodes of
1: the year. Um, And I bought and read it Immediately,
0: um, Justin. Same. If I'm not mistaken, did you help write that book?
1: <laughs>
0: no, I got, I got um, to say this was... is this is one of the best stories you've ever told me. And now we have an opportunity to actually talk about it. I, I didn't even think about that till just now.
1: <laughs> I, I rarely ever think about it, and it's a thing that but, but it's a thing that happened a very long time ago.
0: Matt's gonna um, this is gonna blow Matt's mind. But go ahead, tell 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 the people the story
1: when I was a. Kid, Uh, and this was like right after Jurassic Park. The movie had come out. Um, I read the book right after the movie came out. I saw the movie, loved it. Read the book. You were pretty Um, young to read that
0: too, right? I mean, like,
1: uh, when the the movie came out in '93, I was like 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was 12 when when, but like, I was reading it like a higher no, I know that's been yeah anyway
0: right reading and writing it like been your forte for like a long time.
1: Yeah, that's that's always been kind of like my thing. But um, in any case, so well, in school um, we had like this assignment: we had to write a letter to our favorite author. Author, sorry,
2: and. Um, I would say author Conan Doyle is mine. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know what's funny is I'm
2: like, all right,
0: uh, not to cut you guys off too much, but as Justin said that, I'm like, all right, I got to cut all around that to make it not sound stupid. All right, got it. And then Matt (laughs) went ahead and just made a joke out of it. I'm like, well, now just leave it. And I'll leave this in there too, which is me talking about editing. All right, this is. This is very meta. Go ahead. Go. 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 <laughs> that's like, the
1: 20, it's like that's kind of like the the, the the irony of my life is I, I love reading. I love writing. I cannot say the word author. Author. <laughs> <Yeah>. <tear. laughs> um, Just say bookmaker. But in any case, we we, we had so when we, get, we had to write a letter to um, our favorite author. Uh, so obviously, at the time, mine is Michael Crichton. I write the guy a letter saying how much I love the book and love the movie. Um, and I kind of outlined my own ideas for what a sequel could be. What was that? Do you remember? It, I mean, it was completely different from what they ended up doing. Oh God, I thought you were going to say, and he stole my idea. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, you heard no, no, here,
0: folks. But I like, but I like how Justin's like, it was different than what they wound up making as if like he was supposed to be part of it.
1: <laughs> no 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 like I never expected like I I know I know but it's that they would no I well, I say that direction, to, like make it clear that they didn't they, they didn't steal anything from it
0: <laughs> we don't want to accuse anyone of that at this point <laughs> all
1: right, so, um, so alright yeah so I, I write the letter and I I, I include um, like what my ideas were for it um, which is essentially more dinosaurs <laughs> yeah but in any case, um, I included like my address and my phone number <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, just in case, <laughs> just in case, well, uh, maybe a couple of weeks later, I get a phone call from Michael Crichton. No fucking way. Yeah. It was, it was brief. It was very brief. It was just like, I, I did get your letter. I wanted to let you know. My heart is racing just hearing this. That's so cool. He said, "I got your letter." He was—he was like, "I—I got to say, I'm kind of impressed that a kid your age was able to read it and get it." <laughs> I appreciate your ideas for the sequel, but I kind of have my own. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the first uh, first time that I had even heard that there was that he was going to write
2: a sequel. Right. Oh, that's awesome. from From him, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Did he like tell you something about the sequel, like a like a small plot synopsis or, or something? Am I wrong? Did no, you... he didn't. No,
1: he didn't give me a synopsis. What he said was, I can't remember which part of it he actually. Oh no, you know what it was? Was because my sequel took place on the same island. It was it was on Isla Nublar. He said it's not going to be on the on that island.
2: <laughs> okay, so
0: wow. that was
1: all he told me. So you knew a little bit, like a
0: little tiny bit about it.
1: Well, he said it was not going to be on that island, so my assumption was, oh shit, they're bringing dinosaurs to the mainland. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that... Yeah, that's gotcha. what I thought. And, and if you read the first book, it kind of seemed like that's where they were going to go with it
2: because... That's how the first book ends. Well,
1: that, that's how the first book starts, where all these dinosaurs are being spotted in Costa Rica.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... the um, I had a similar time... You know, the time frame of reading the books and, and stuff is... uh. I remember it, it starts or ends with um, that they determine there's like the raptors are on the land and they're e- they're going through and eating crops that are rich in seed. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's like and also babies. Yes, but yeah, that's 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 where um, that's where the first book kind of opens up. Um, I, I gotta
0: say, the way you tell that story, um, I didn't want to interrupt because I wanted you to finish the story, but there was like these long like dramatic pauses and i always want to put in there like and then
2: me out to chuck e cheese
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you like dinosaurs and kid? we laughed and we laughed <laughs> and i threw up all the pizza that we ate <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then he gave me beer <laughs> <laughs> my... and that's how i lost my virginity <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cause uh, <laughs> No, no, not to him. <laughs> and then, like, he, he, got he... got me a hooker, you I understand? Got, like, to the hookers that were there, clearly. <laughs>
1: uh, R.I.P. Michael Crichton. <laughs> oh, he <Yeah>. died? <laughs> yes, he's been dead for many years. Yeah, yeah. yes. I am sorry. <laughs> I
2: didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of the thing, Justin, I wanted to know if you felt this way. When you first saw the movie... Um, I think this was the first time, besides Lord of the Rings, that I had read a book before seeing the movie, when I saw Lost World, because I had read Jurassic Park after it, um, Were you sitting there, like, kept doing, like, side-by-side comparisons, and you had, you like, oh, so they took the little white girl and the little black boy and combined them into a black girl, like, the characters. Yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, they had high hides. They didn't have
1: they that. Had the hide, they had I was the, like, no. and the then
2: like with the opening thing, the, the copies, I'm like, that's in the first book, you know? And like, the fir- yeah,
1: the opening was in the first book. Yeah.
2: So like, I, I that's what I kept out. Like for me, I, that might've been also why my first experience wasn't like, I felt like it was kind of like, all right, let's see how they bring this to film as opposed to like watching it for the first time, you know, and God, I'm really glad they kept the gymnastics scene, which is directly from the book. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Including the line, they cut you from the team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So like
1: I knew going into it, that it was going to be different from the book. Yeah. It was very different from the book. Yeah, it was barely similar,
2: you know. Um,
1: it it, t- it took the very basic premise and, like, a few of the characters, and then just kind of did its own thing.
2: Yeah, like even the waterfall scene is from the first book. But in the first book, it's like the T-Rex's tongue wraps around Tim's head and starts right. to, like... Yeah. yeah, it's it's, like, weird. It's like a slow... Like it's like pulling him in with its tongue. It's weird. Yeah, Um, there was a lot lifted from the first book that went into the the second movie and the third. Yeah, I I, you'd have to remind me there, but I just noticed it because it was like so close to back to back that I finished the book and then I watched the movie like within a month. You know,
1: well for the third movie they took the uh, the whole tyrannodon sequence that was from the first book, Um, and then uh the the river scene oh uh, yeah the dinosaurs was in the first yeah, the, book the, the, the t-rex the baby rex. yes
2: yeah yeah that's right it was like when it was going down like the alligator you know yes. like in the, in the first book is how so it's like it's eyes were above the water like I, yeah i remember that yeah, that was cool yeah
0: fuck me right like I, you don't ask me how i felt about the book in the movie just ask justin did, did you both <laughs> no Joe, did you? <laughs>
2: nah,
1: I, I didn't. No, <laughs> but I wanted to be included. I
2: <laughs> it doesn't make hey, sense. Joe,
1: you've, you've you've Joe, you've never read the books. Don't change the subject.
0: And here's one more clip for you to close out the episode. Yes. Yeah. People
2: shape. People shape. <laughs> General humanoid. That- I did, I did like the idea. Like, one of one of my favorite parts of the movie that... So, like, I saw it as a kid, and I just thought it was, like, so boring. Um, and the only thing I did for many, many years is anytime I'd have mashed potatoes, I'd turn them into a little volcano and pour gravy. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked the <laughs> end. I thought it was cool. And But my favorite part was, like, of the spaceships, how it always had that little, like, one... Little red spaceship that would follow him and look like it was like a little kid, like the mischievous one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had personalities I thought that, that one. Ships. Yeah. And yeah. That, that, one, was, that was the no sure, point. They
1: wanted all the ships to have their own individual personalities. Yeah.
2: And that, that, I, I like, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. And then in the end, I just thought it was like really cool, but I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, why did, you know, like, I didn't get it. And I watched it maybe. 20 or so years ago, and I was like, I, I got the movie, and I was like, oh, this is a really good movie, and it was very interesting, but I, I got the most out of it out of this most recent watch, and I don't know if it's because I watched a different cut, because I did watch the director's cut, Okay. but one of the things I most appreciated was thinning down process that they, they, they allude to, you know, clearly, and you see it little by little, is like, you know, that if a thousand people were... You know, incepted, so to speak, yeah. and then only three hundred people saw. You know the you know what the you know what the site was or knew about the site, and then only you know thirty make it to the site, and then of those people, like when they're like, oh, they're scared, so they don't go in, on, and only the three go, and then the one gets tired, and he can, like he falls behind, and he gets gas, and then even then, she's like, I just can't go. Like he's the only. It's like this this real real like cream of the crop, like you are the only person that rose to this challenge, which is why you were, and I don't think it's just about aliens choosing a person. I just think it's like such a, an interesting way to demonstrate like that one person that makes it that one person that really does that thing that like, you know, musicians or people who make movies or anything that's like, yeah, all of these people try to be the great. But, like, in the end, it's only that one person that had that grit to keep going and keep going and just believe so much and give up everything, including their family, that gets to that to that goal. And it's, it's something that you even said, Joe, like, you can't understand because none of, none of us could understand that he's just like he left his wife and kids and it's just like this is just something that he was like, this is what I'm doing, this is what my life is now. And I just, I think it was like, that's a very powerful message that, I don't. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's portrayed in such a way that I've never seen in anything else.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, I guess you could take that. You could take that out, you know, of, of the situation that he's in, and apply it to just you know working hard towards something that you're passionate about. But there was something else behind all that with him, and he had like a a real emotional um, connection to it. It wasn't just like like a like a mind sort of numbed out zombie, like I am under an alien control. You know, like he was. Emotional, like about all of it, you know, uh, a, full, yeah. a full range, you know, anger and like, you know, um, sadness and just like desperation and all those kinds of stuff. And uh, I, I did really find myself like completely invested in his character, you know, and not that I agree with any of the things that happened, but I just was like, what's what's going to happen next, you know?
2: His life took this dramatic shift to where it was like it became an obsession but, like, he just had to, you know, and, like, such, like, so compelled, so, like, this is all that matters to me, and I think it's, like, it could, I mean, I'm just thinking about this right now, is, like, you know, is, he had this experience to where before it, you know, um, didn't seem especially happy at home with his job, you know, like, with his family, he he just seemed like he was just kind of like very ho-hum type of realistic home life. You know, it was like, I was joking. I was like, yeah, this is what my house felt like in the 80s. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it really felt very authentic. You know, what home life was like and how they yell about different stuff, what they're going to do and which movies they're going to see and looking at, you know, it just felt so realistic. And then he basically got a taste of like he, f- like he found God or something. He saw God. And he was just like, oh my God, sorry, that sounded so corny. He was just so enthralled by it that everything else in his life had the volume turned down. And he's like, this is what I'm doing now. That's really what hit me the most this time as an adult, like in you know, in my 40s now watching this. You know, I, I'm not the type of person that has ever pursued a passion like that. And it's not... I don't know anyone that has, you know, it's really only a very few, like a very select portion of the population that pursue a passion like that, whether it be music, or any other obsession, or a religious thing, or whatever it may be, you know, just to lean in that heavy and become one of those people, and... In the, in the scope of this movie, I mean, he was the, the you know, he's, he's chosen, you know, as he wasn't abducted like the others. He was the first chosen to go off with them. You know, I think that's pretty a, a pretty big deal.
0: You know, it's not the typical movie that we talk about, and I don't think there's anything, like, besides some, like, the visual effects on the alien stuff, like, horror It's more of a I would
1: argue that the, the scene with where the kid gets abducted, that's that the, scene
2: used to scare the shit right. out of
1: me when I was a
2: kid. Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember that too. It's, it was scary,
0: and that was kind of one of the beginning scenes. And I was like, "Well, it, it started right like they, like that was going to happen." And it took a little bit of time, but aside from that, there wasn't anything else like that. Yeah, I I, I don't uh, I don't have like a ton to say about it, but uh, I, I really did enjoy it. Justin. You haven't you know obviously seen it since when? Like, has
1: it, has it been a while or before this last time? It, it had been um, it had been a few years. Yeah. Um, so like have, I you said, would a different, I, you would have a different takeaway, like
0: Matt,
1: or uh, no? I mean, honestly, I, I actually agree with everything Matt was saying. Um, I'll tell you, anytime I, each time I watch this movie, I kind of come away with a different feeling about it. I, I, I never feel like I don't like the movie. I, yeah. I genuinely, really enjoy this movie every single time I watch it. So what I'm saying is, I, I just come away with like a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, and this time, and this is going to sound a little weird, but I was drawing a lot of comparisons to another movie that has nothing to do with this movie. This really reminds me of the Truman Show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in like a really weird way.
0: I was huh? going to say this time it turned me on, so I'm just glad that wasn't your answer.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I started drawing all these weird uh, comparisons to the Truman Show while I was watching it because they're mm-hmm. both movies about. Just like a regular everyman who is kind of like in this basically dull, loveless marriage. Really, because what? yeah,
0: you felt that that was a dull, loveless marriage. Because awesome. close
1: encounters. Yeah, I one hundred percent got the well, maybe I don't know the wife in Close Encounters irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, she's awful, and he's just kind of. I I feel like. Roy is just kind of trapped by her. Really? But he's become so indifferent to it, like, over the years. Like, he's just been kind of browbeaten. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
0: I don't know. I I felt like... I mean, besides the fact... I guess besides the fact that she leaves, which would support your your theory, the beginning of the movie, and, and, you know, mostly, like, the beginning, I I suppose, you know, like, when they go up to the the, the bluff or whatever, you know, like, she's kind of, like, trying to be romantic and, like, talking about when they used to... Go there and make out, and they were kissing for a while. Like, there was like that whole part. There was this, like, oh, that's a sweet kind of relationship. I don't know. I I I felt like that was was about
2: her. That was her being selfish. Yes. Yes, that's exactly. Thank you. You know, like, he's like, oh my God, look at this. And she's like, let me try to bring you back to what I want you to do. Yes. Yes. Very
1: controlling.
0: I felt like maybe she was putting a lot of effort in and wasn't getting much from him. Because he was just so disconnected. It starts off with him like playing with like trains and shit like that. And she's just kind of sitting there bored, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like maybe it was the... I felt like it was the other way around. And she was just sort of tired of it. And that's why she just is like, fuck this. And she left. But you guys both seem to feel that...
2: What about the scene where he's like scared and crying and he's like can you please just hold me you know like he's like freaking out losing his mind and she was she's just like oh you disgust me kind of thing you know
0: was that in yeah. the movie i saw or was that the director's cut i don't know I don't, I don't oh that.
2: maybe maybe that's in. like did you see the scene where he's in the shower fully clothed
0: i don't know yeah. i don't remember I, I i that doesn't look i only saw it the one time recently but i don't remember that scene um
2: okay I think, Matt. I think maybe you and I probably watch the director's cut. Yeah, that might. Maybe that's. Maybe it's framed better to show. Maybe a criticism of the movie was that. Like I can't believe he just left his wife and kids to go off and play with aliens. Right. And in the director's cut, he was like, "No, let me let me better paint. Like, let me include the scenes that really paint the picture that it's it's a it's an unhealthy environment for him." Joe, did you see the scene where the the son calls him a crybaby when he's crying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like basically, it's just like you know he's not understood at home. Like he's he's very different. Like he's a creative obsessive with the trains like he's he's the outsider in that family but then is almost that she's the the driving force of that you know it's it's strange you know yeah
0: so i didn't see that yeah
2: yeah so that makes sense why. why because that would be a big criticism otherwise because even watching this cut i watched it with katie who had never seen the movie before and uh you know that was she was like i can't believe that you know and i was just you know, we had a pretty good conversation about it. I'm like I'm not saying I would leave you, but <laughs> 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 but let's
1: <laughs> Don't think of it as me leaving you so much as me joining the aliens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one the one thing about the movie I just I, I never got, nor could I appreciate or anything. And it was silly and fun, but why did you have to throw everything through the kitchen window? like it just seems and then he even climbs through the window it just seems so like but why like i I think that was just to show like nothing else matters like it was the shortest point to like where he wanted to build it exactly
0: yeah or or they only had a kitchen set to ruin a i don't i don't know maybe (laughs) yeah yeah just kind of one of those little like you know nuanced things I, i just to make it you know sort of quirky i did yeah, like the quirky. appearance
2: of the ships yeah it is quirky i'd like the appearance of the ships that even in like you know the yeah. ultra high def you know the best finish no, those, find, those ships really held it's up. still like you could see like they almost weren't like they they weren't just physical like that their light was all like almost like a component of them you know like right. they were yeah i thought that was really cool
0: um. No, I I, I love the ships. Honestly, I thought I thought that was one of the best parts of the movie. And you're right; they hold up. They really do. That like it, it it excites you when those things come on screen, especially like, towards the end, because it's like I don't know. I kind of feel like that's something like that's what it would look like. You know, like I could picture standing outside and like something like that coming down, like more than I could the Independence Day ships. You know, that I could like say, yeah. "Oh shit!" Like I could see this thing. Like you know, um, in real life, I can understand what that would like you know feel like to be underneath or whatever I, I i did i thought that was like the strongest aspect of the movie honestly I, I, I,
1: every, besides I, richard dreyfus <laughs> <laughs> so, every time i watch this movie i always find myself in awe of the scale of that mothership yeah wow. that's what i'm saying it's it's just so enormous and just so detailed and yeah. just it's it's
2: a beautiful beautiful design and even that that how it rotates and flips upside down and Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't I didn't see that coming. Like a little like a little, little city almost.
2: Yeah. 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 The city in the clouds. But speaking of Richard Dreyfus, I got to uh I got to meet him recently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah, he's pretty far gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. He is definitely not there. Like he basically um like while we were like in line to see him at this most recent GalaxyCon, um, you know, a couple people in front of me in line were talking, they were like, yeah, like, they're not letting him hold the pen too long because he just starts to draw things. Like, he had, like, someone had, like, this awesome collector's item, and he drew boobs on it. Nice. <laughs> he just looked, and, like, and <laughs> I have a video. <laughs> I have a video of him signing my JAWS poster, and, like, you, you could tell he's like, Please
1: to of... boobs on the shark!
2: No! Like, you could see he was thinking about it, because, like, he he definitely, like, forgot how to spell his name part of the way through, and, like, kind of, like, confusedly attacked the thing, and, like, it's not like, centered. And... <laughs> and just thinking, like, and you could see the pr- his handler next to him was, like, pulling the pen out of his hand after everything, like, after the boobs incident. Oh my god! Wow.
0: Yeah, I would have loved if he drew like a big dick on the shark. (laughs) I'm
2: like, can you draw boobs on the shark? done like, "Ah." (laughs) yeah, because he's so well spoken and charismatic, but his mind is not there. So like, so just like if you're with him for like five minutes, you're okay. But then you start to realize what's coming out of this man's mouth. Like he's yeah what about you're the, insane the, what about the, your,
1: what, what about the yeah. recent
0: interview where he we fell out of his chair and he just kind of stood he just laid there remember
2: yeah i listened to a podcast of him recently which it was funny because when i was going to meet him uh joe was like oh try to see if he'll come on the podcast and i was like i don't know after like, <laughs> i was around, joking I was like, i'm not i was like i'm not even bringing it up <laughs> i was gonna ask him i, I, was think, ask I him. think
0: now would be the time you can get him the most
2: but like I, I listened to him on a on a podcast recently, and he just like you could you could hear the host just getting like uncomfortable, like trying to bring him back. Like he would just start to talk off in random. No, it's not the children that you think. That like he just starts like on these things, and he's like so yeah about the movies like you didn't think oh, he's trying no, no, so no, hard to no.
1: see here I'm six, gonna yeah. say it right now yeah i think if we ever got dreyfus on the podcast we don't bring him back to reality no you just let him go just right let that's him what i was gonna go. say
0: yeah here in the 60 podcast like he has a home we don't
2: need <laughs> <laughs> we're <don't laughs> not him to selling be... anything yeah
0: like we don't need any direction just like like wow listen to him go you know and that's and that's an episode
2: Oh my god. I do regret. But I was just like, I can't do it.
0: (laughs) I think that you're going to avoid this particular pair of boobs until they jump up and out of water and bite you in the ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This was no booby accident.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a booby trap.
0: Oh. Oh, I think we're going to need a bigger boobs. <laughs> God, I'll, see I'm telling you he would have a home here. This podcast is insanely juvenile. He
1: yeah. he could he could very well end up being the fourth member. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine. I'm like, hey, <laughs> D.
0: Yeah, it's like, what's the episode about this week? I'm like, we don't have plans anymore. Richard Dreyfus is our fourth member. I can't, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah.
2: We just let him go. And he's like, we had a 19 hour episode.
0: <laughs> I wasn't even
1: there. <laughs> he forgot to call. <laughs>
0: Just recorded by himself. Yeah, I was like, what is this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Episode of 1 billion? What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm sitting here eating a tuna fish sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And I've realized I forgot
1: to add the mayo. (laughs)
2: yeah I had to get that anecdote in there sorry
0: I I saw the video that you sent me when you went to to meet him and I was just like uh what's wrong with him because you didn't say anything to me you're just like here watch this and I'm just like I I don't know what to say you know you're like oh it's so cool I'm like you didn't really explain the rest of it though so no just no uh, context
1: Richard Dreyfus I was
0: like oh watch this (laughs) (laughs) I'm like "All right." (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't know that, you
2: know? Yeah. Well, I was was saving this story for the podcast to get your genuine reaction. What about the sunburn? No, okay, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what flavor ice cream was it?
0: (laughs) Uh, a A lot of questions. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at SexyVampTeeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night.